Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Huge weekend lineup. Check this out. NBA Friday doubleheader on ESPN. Heat Celtics followed by the Warriors and Kings. The Mexico City Grand Prix is Sunday afternoon on ABC, and then you got Monday night football. That's the Lions squaring off against the Raiders. Here's best of the week. Reunited, and it feels so good. Danny's here, RC is here, Rex is here. It's like a puke of people. Start the bus. RG3 can see the future with those glasses. Everyone enjoy the ride. This is Dan Orlovsky's 40. I love the fact that you got the white tights on. That's a very brave move in case your stomach start bubbling. The Pittsburgh Steelers, they're like the stanky kid growing up in the hood. Everybody used to call him P.P. Greg. You yeah. talk about his mama where he come from. Don't get in the ring with him. Nope. <laughs> Ain't nobody want to square with P.P. Greg. What did the skeleton say to the vam- vampire? You suck. So did that joke. <laughs> if you don't love those uniforms they were wearing the other day, we're just not friends. I know it's a minority opinion, but whatever. Unreal. Nah, the minorities like those jerseys, too. You know, you set yourself up for that. You shook them. You shook them. I'm just here for laughs, baby. I'm just here for laughs. Oh, Hambo took that one in a bad place. No crutches. Aaron's coming back. That man better get on his damn crutches and do what the doctor tell you to do. There's one thing I've learned from this conversation. Don't mess with P.P. Gray. <laughs> Meanwhile on planet Earth, guys, check this out. This is hockey. This is what's going on behind uh, Flyers coach John Tortorella. That looks scary as hell. I mean, Some people might say that Dummy is a better coach. Oh, I wow. love Torts. No, I just wow. 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 That was not where I thought that was just going. Start. Well, I mean, that's what some fans might say. It's Philadelphia. Some fans. They hate everybody. But no, Torts a great coach. People are saying. It was too easy. I'm alone. Torts looking at it like, yeah, what do you think we should do? Welcome back Let's to Get Up. Talk. Coming to you live from the Seaport. Brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. You probably are. We start this hour with last night's matchup of the night in the NBA. That is the Lakers and the Suns. It is the first matchup. Between Kevin Durant and LeBron James since Christmas Day 2018. Devin Booker and Bradley Beal decided they were going to want to watch it from the sideline. About halfway through the second, Lakers down two. Here's Anthony Davis for a wide open three. The ball movement. Got to love that, right, Jay? Hey, look, I think Anthony Davis still has the yips from the mid-range shot. But you want the Lakers to be as aggressive on the blocks as possible. They should dominate with points in the paint. That's when they're at their best. Phoenix last night, plus seven on the boards. Under five minutes to go in the second quarter. Suns down two. Durant inbounds it, gets it back, and that's Durant from the mid-range. 15 points in the first half for Kevin Durant. Suns led by four at the half. 35 seconds left in the third. Now Suns up by eight. Durant off-balance jumper. You know, Alan, there's some dudes, they just get to their spots. It doesn't matter. What you do, how you defend them, the game is slower for them. He knows where he wants to go, and you can't stop him. And I was going to say that to you, Jay, as we go into the fourth quarter. Yep. Has he ever looked old, ever? Like He looks the same. His game is the same. It doesn't age. It feels like he can play forever. 
That's Lakers down three now. Davis gets the pass and turns and gets it to go plus a foul. Big second half for Anthony Davis. Lakers tied at 87 after the free throw. Still tied at 87. Here's LeBron. He's so dynamic. I mean, if, if there's a side pick and roll, please blitz it. Like, Nurkic, why are you on drop coverage on the side pick and roll? Because it's Nurkic. He doesn't move his feet well. How about that and one? Rant. That's a layup and the foul. He missed the free throw. Game tied at 91. Next, yes, he did. Next Lakers possession, same score. LeBron Layup. Drives I, and lays I, it in. Th- this tape, this tape would Ready? drive me crazy. Ready? Here we go. Like Ready? this would Ready? drive Layup. me crazy. The Suns. Lakers win by five. LeBron had this to say about playing against KD. We don't have many matchups left. Um, not sure how many we have left, but so you don't ever want to take, you know, take it for granted when you're out there with, with such a, a great player, one of the, you know the best to ever played this game. So. And it's always a, it's always a treat and um, it's fun. All right, Jay, what's your biggest takeaway here from the Lakers win? I, I, I want to break something down. Damn, you got a little touch. This is why us? this is why I was telling you guys that I was going mad watching clips of this down the stretch, and this is going to be an issue for the Phoenix Suns. The score is 91-91. Let's just take an example here of what's on the clock. 118. Okay, about. 14 seconds left on the shot clock. Now, you're coming into a a pick-and-roll situation up top, okay? Nurkic is the reason why they lost this game down the stretch. First off, is that the body language of somebody that looks like they're ready to play defense? (laughs) Are you kidding me? With 10 seconds left on the shot clock? That's the body language, standing straight up like this, not down the stance, not communicating to Eric Gordon where the screen is going to come from. Now, look at the rotation as you get here. The spacing, okay, comes off the screen. Clap the floor. Oh, my goodness. Look, Lock it down. Look, look at this space right here. What's going on? First off, push oh. up. Blitz on the screen. You have help here. You have here KD playing the backside. He can cover, too. You have help on the roll. Watch this. This is the most embarrassing part, Alan Hahn. Are you kidding me? He almost fell. Nurkic is 6'11". Yep. He's coming on the inside of him with his right hand. By the way, whenever you finish over somebody taller, if you're LeBron, it's going to be a lefty scoop shot, right, to get over the top of the 6'11 center coming down. Mm-hmm. This dude, how disrespectful LeBron James is. <laughs> he went with the inside right hand. Nurkic is still on the ground. <laughs> He's still on the ground while LeBron James is in air. Next play. This is the kind of stuff that drives you crazy. Oh, Once again, no. pick and roll. Down the stretch, right? Game situation again. Not again. Here, here we go, guys. Game situation now, Han. What's the score? Here we go. 91-93. Right. Next possession. 14 on the okay. clock. 14 Same on the clock. Time. Here we go. Feet Pick set. Roll coming up again. Call it. Call again. Okay, what's going on? Why? Same feet. Why are you back here? <laughs> look at this. Why are you back there? And, and look at your feet. What what the hell is that? His knee is hyperextended. What? what? <laughs> Put the camera on me. <laughs> you can't play defense. <laughs> Like that. <laughs> what are we doing? Why is he standing up? And by the way, you see the play. The play's going to happen. He's going to sliver it. Boom. It's called snake it. It's right back in. You see it. It's right there. Boom. Ooh. Easy lay. Ooh. Easy lay. It, there's, there's no doubt that sooner or later, the Phoenix Suns are going to look at Nurkic and they're going to say, we have to make a move. We can't win a championship because any guard that sees that, mm-hmm. like in every ball screen, come here, Nurkic. Every single all possession, day. come here all day. That is a major weakness for the Phoenix Suns. It was what I was going to say at the end of the highlight, and I knew, of course, you had to finish the highlight, so I'm sorry for stepping on that. But that's because that's all I saw, and I'm glad you pointed that stuff out. Because we talk about the Phoenix Suns as a team that we think could be good enough to win a championship, when, of course, everybody plays. We haven't even mentioned the fact that it was, wow. you know, what, what they are. We don't even know yet because we haven't seen it yet. But eventually we'll see all three of their stars play. 
And then we'll start to judge what are they? Do they have enough to win a championship? And in that trade that ended up where Nurkic left Portland and came to them, and you thought, all right, well, they got a big, and DeAndre Ayton, who was a kind of an unhappy person in that locker room, they got him out of there. But as Dame Lillard, how you deal with Nurkic as a guy defending pick and roll, which is the primary play in this sport, he can't do it. And so by midseason, if not sooner, we're going to be talking about the Suns saying, if they can get a center, if they can get an athletic uh, center who can just help them defend the pick and roll, or, or we'll say they're going to have to play small because you can't have them out on an island like that, and you just outline why, and that's going to be the biggest story about the if Suns. If I'm Jamal Murray, my eyes are like this. If oh. I'm De'Aaron Fox, my eyes are like this. Kyrie Irving. If I'm Kyrie every, Irving or Luka Doncic, my eyes are like this. Go Anthony through every Edwards. team in the Western Conference, yes. every possession, Dan. Everyone. That's going to be their weakness. And how do you stop that? How do you fix it? They're going to be looking for an athletic center during this season. To your point, we didn't see them at full strength last night. Booker and Beal uh, sitting out because, right. you know, it's been a long season, right? You need a little, need a little break Exhausted. at this point. Yeah, Exhausted. right. Exhausted. On national TV, by the Started way. Started way back we were on, trying to stop that. on uh, Tuesday. Uh, anyway, uh, Damian Lillard made his debut with the Milwaukee Bucks last night against the 76ers. Guys, what have been Lillard and Green? I don't know, it strikes me as weird. It's money time. Yeah, well, like there you that. go. There you go. Early in the first, Bucks down by two. Lillard pick and roll with Giannis, and Giannis gets a layup. That's got a chance to work, no? <laughs> a lot. Well, Don't put through, Nurkic in that. Midway through the second, Bucks up That's seven. Unfair. That's unfair. Hey, what are we doing? Lillard, that's three and a foul. He would complete that four-point play. Later in the second, Bucks up by eight. Here's Lillard over Embiid. A lot of Lillard in this highlight. Oh, guys. this is what's going to be hard to guard, right? Obviously, if you have Giannis that's diving, yeah. you have Dame involved in a, in a Brook Lopez Pick and roll, pick and pop. Brooke Lopez is a great three-point shooter. That's what Basically, you do. Yeah. And then Don, Giannis can dominate right. you. Can we the talk board. about that three well, offensive rebounds in a row? But that wasn't a rebound. That was a travel that wasn't called. If you're a Sixers fan, you're furious about this play because that changed the game. Imagine a Philly fan being furious about something. <laughs> what do we got here? We're in the fourth quarter. <laughs> and what we said about the dummy behind the Flyers bench. All right, we got the Bucks up. <laughs> we got the and Bucks one. up by six and one. About a minute so different, man. Where are we? About He's a so minute. different. Don't worry about it. We're just watching. And by the way, Maxie's going to make Ty- some money. Ty- Tyrese Maxie is going to be a star in this league. He's going to be a star in this league. Yeah. Tyrese Maxie contract. Maxie's going to feed Embiid here for the mid-range jumper. Sixers only down by two here. Embiid had 24. James, yeah. Next Bucks yeah. possession. Same score. Unfair. Here's Lillard. Step Unfair. back. Unfair. By the way, 39. Uh, like, what do we call that? Now it's Pacific time. It's Central time. It's Bucks Dame win. Time. It's Dame time. Here's what Dame had to say about it. Playing with vets and, you know, guys that see the game and, and recognize things that I would recognize in me not having to be the one responsible for it uh, was the, the first thing I noticed, you know, right away. Like, man, it's, this is going to help me be stronger for complete games, you know, instead of maybe wearing down sometimes because I can kind of, I don't want to say relax, but I don't have to be so out front all the time. That's good. I'm not, we're, I, mean, I don't have a lot of highlight reading experience, first of all. So just watching it with my friends here and listening to them talk, that, that was an awful lot of fun. That's for sure. What do we think about that Bucks version of that Bucks team I mean, with Lillard and, and Giannis? I also think that was a, that was a low-key slight shot right at Portland. Right, like Portland's Whoa. younger, yeah. Portland's rebuilding. You just heard Dame say, like, this reminds him of back in the day, playing with CJ, playing with those older teams mm-hmm. where vets are able to point things out. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't put all the pressure on Dame to communicate, to think about every aspect of the game. He has other players that have similar basketball IQs, which allow him to cook offensively. Allow him is the other part of this. Giannis stepping back, Adrian Griffin being smart enough to know, let's stagger them early in his first game at home in a different jersey. I know you had some preseason, but this is different now. 
Let me give you some minutes on the floor without Giannis so you don't have to feel like, am I, am I overhandling? Am I, do I have to get you involved? No, man, just go. And they were telling him, go, be you. And that's what they need him to be, the closer. But there was a story he told in the postgame as well that talks about the veteran thing and the IQ. Is he said, it was a play I was running three or four times in a row and I got what I wanted each time. And I put it in my pocket. And they're all like, you know, run it again, run it again. No. Save it for later. In my pocket, I'm sure, Jay, you probably did this many times in your career. Because he knew if we're close in the fourth quarter, then I'm going to that play. They can't stop it. And then it happened. And in the fourth quarter, he went to that play knowing I can do that. He said having the control but also the experience of doing that, that's a coach on the floor. Has Giannis ever had a guy like that at that level before? No. No. He hasn't. And one of the things, you know, it's funny. Everybody talks about that matchup that he'll have with Drew Holiday. We're talking about the Celtics and the Bucks being the two favorites. One of the things as a guard that you recognize is when you're constantly involved in pick and roll action where you have to fight over the top, you're not going under Mm -hmm. pick and rolls on Dame. You're fighting over the top. You get bumped. You get bruised. That becomes exhausting. So now you're exhausted down the stretch, and that's where those plays come in handy, and he has you on an island by himself where he can dance with the ball. That's where it's going to be challenging for anybody guarding Dame. Real quick, I want to talk about the other team, Uh, the Sixers. They, They played it close. They lost by a point. No James Harden. What do we think about the Sixers without James Harden? Again, they play faster. We talked about this earlier. The, the speed, I think the pace they played out, it is a different coach now. And Nick Nurse, and he will do things a lot defensively that will be frustrating to play against. He will play guys that are athletic, that are going to play a high speed, high tempo, because that's what he wants to do. Remember how his Toronto Raptors teams played. Now, Joel Embiid didn't have a great game. And as usual, fourth quarter didn't touch the ball enough. We saw that last year. So that really wasn't a James Harden issue. That continues to be an Embiid issue. But Maxi was great. And that is the first part I think you have to focus on right now with the Sixers. Do you have your answer and are you yes. better off? You remember, we said, are you better without James Harden? Technically, no. Are you better are off? Are you better off without him? I'm saying yes. The only thing you owe James Harden is money. That's it. You know I love sports business more than anything. Like yep. I love conversations around second aprons. I love conversations around team ownership, all that stuff. If I'm an opposing GM, I'm going to Daryl Moore saying, you have to move him. I'll give you 10 cents on the dollar. Oh, yeah. Wow. I'll give you 10 cents on the dollar. I'm at a point where I want to move him for that because I just want to get this You want to get with. anything. You want to get anything for him. And by the way, if you're Joel Embiid, you're saying – we have one move left, trade deadline. We better make something happen because I, I'm not going to spend the prime of my career after we've gone through Ben Simmons and now James Harden. Mm-hmm. We missed out on Jimmy Butler for Tobias Harris. Love Tobias. Great. Fine. We got him. But, like, we need to make a move because I need to compete with Milwaukee and Boston. Speaking, speaking of trade deadlines, we're four days away from the NFL trade deadline. Oh, look at oh man, are you kidding? We come back. Mike Tannenbaum's going to tell you who he'd be calling if he were Jerry Jones. Plus, as Dak goes on the attack, we're asking, is Burrow back? And can Mac handle the flak while Zach puts the Jets on his back? Where you at, Mike Greenberg? He's got bars. Too. Where you at, Ryan Clark? Ryan Clark's going to come join us when we come back. To- no. What? I didn't do a good Keep job? Keep pivoting, RC. Come on. The pivot, baby. I crushed that. Those weren't good bars. I mean, hey, <laughs> my dog, Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt 
didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. We're back on Get Up with our game of the night, Thursday night football. Josh Allen and the Bills hosting Tampa Bay. Early in the second quarter, we got the Bills up 3 0 in second and 12 at the Tampa Bay 13. And Josh Allen says, I'm just going to do it myself. Running in for the touchdown. 43rd rushing touchdown of his career, tying Steve Young for second all time by a quarterback behind only Cam Newton. Under eight minutes left in the second quarter, Bills lead 10 3, first and 10 at the Buffalo 25. Allen. Pass deflected by Antoine Winfield. William Golston with the interception. Four straight games, Bart Scott, with an interception for Josh Allen. Oh, you can always bank one of those. And Sewing Bucks possession. They're going to cash it in with a touchdown pass. Baker Mayfield to Chris Godwin. Buccaneers tie it at 10. Next, Buffalo possession, third and 12 at the Tampa Bay 22. Allen's going to find the rookie tight end, Dalton Kincaid. Oh, they're going to need him to step up, too. And, you know, with Knox being out, he's the next best threat. Quarterback's best friend is a tight end. First career touchdown for Kincaid. We don't think it's going to be the last. Early third quarter, 17-10 Bills. Second to goal at the Tampa Bay 4. Allen, all the time in the world. Gabe Davis, wide open. Bills yeah, lead 24-10. Yeah. Late in the fourth quarter, same score. Bucks have a fourth and eight at the Buffalo 39. Big play here, as you'll see, Baker Mayfield sacked by Jordan Phillips. That could have iced the game. However, Phillips made the mistake of using Baker Mayfield's face mask to tackle him, and that is against the rules. First down for the Bucks. The drive stays alive. Later in the drive, just under three minutes to go, Bucks have a fourth and ten at the Buffalo 24. Mayfield throws to the end zone. Ball hits, hits the. Did he call bank? He didn't call glass. He didn't call glass. Nice little break for the Bucks there. And you know what? They're going to go for two. And they're going to say, well, you know what? That worked pretty well. I wonder if we can do it again and bank one off of a player into another player's hands for two points. It's not sure. Why not? Oh, peek a pig. Kate, Kate Otten catches it. Bucks down 24-18. They get one more chance. Same score. Four seconds left. Here's the Hail Mary. 
What are we looking at here, Mike T? Yeah, you got Hubbard, Chris parts. Godwin. He's in the end zone. You got three guys on Mike Evans. Just because he's the tallest player doesn't mean he's the only one that can catch the ball. Godwin <laughs> saw it too late. It falls incomplete. Bills win by six. Josh Allen, 324 yards, a couple touchdowns, and that one interception. He got it done in the air and on the ground Thursday, throwing for, as I mentioned, over 300 yards with those two passing touchdowns and ran for another. It's his 10th career game. With 300 passing yards, a passing touchdown, and a rushing touchdown, that is the fourth most uh, of those games in NFL history. Josh Allen, of course, still early in his career. Uh, it is not as early in the season. We're only four days away from the NFL trade deadline. Mike T is here to make me a trade. Mike T, Derek Henry been floated around as a player potentially on the move. Who should be calling the Tennessee Titans about Derek Henry? The Philadelphia Eagles. Come well, on. Things are going well on offense now. DeAndre Swift has never completed an entire season and played in every game. That's number one. Number two, he is a closer. He is a finisher. Everyone's saying, oh, they don't look the same, and they're turning the ball over too many times. That is true. The axiom of pass to score and run to win, that's what Derrick Henry could do for the Eagles. We saw Ryan Clark before we went to break. RC, I want to get your take on Mike T sending Derrick Henry to the Eagles. Well, when you look at what the Eagles have been able to do this entire season with DeAndre Swift, you wouldn't say that they necessarily needed Derrick Henry to be their number one back. But think of him as a changeup. Think of what they are with a, from a physicality standpoint on third and fourth and short. And we all know what Howie Suge Roseman Knight loves to do. And he loves to acquire <laughs> talent. I mean, he wants Pac. He wants Dre. He wants Snoop. He wants them all. So why wouldn't he go out and get Derrick Henry to add to this run game and think about how physical that team looks when they step on the field for the for, to play offense with Jalen Hurts at quarterback Derrick Henry at the running back position and A.J. Brown on the outside he doesn't have to go there and be the guy he can go there and be one of the guys and I think that works for both Derrick Henry and the Philadelphia Eagles I mean, look, I, I agree. I, to me, it reminds me of a move that the 49ers made a year ago when they sure. traded for Christian McCaffrey. And at the time, I said, oh, I don't love that it's a luxury trade. I'm eating crow every single day for the rest of my life about that. And it reminds me of, I've got a wedding this weekend. It's a black tie wedding. I didn't have very many nice dresses. Had one. I went out to the store. I got another one. And I was like, I can do better than what I have. And then I went to get that one altered. And in the meantime, went back to the store and bought two more because I said, you know what? I can do better. And now I've got options. And now I'm going to be set to get dressed no matter what for this black tie wedding. And that is what the Eagles can do if they add Derrick Henry along with DeAndre Swift. They've got two black tie optional dresses. I'm lost, but I, I still like the Derrick Henry because I think it's. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that meant. But, I, but, 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 I know you've got plenty of but, suit options. But 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 but, but it, it gives me it gives me the vibes that Legarrette Blunt uh, brought to the, the Eagles the last time they won the championship. Uh -huh. You talk about you're not having to use the tush push all the time. You have a guy like Derrick Henry, you can get creative in your packages, creative in your short yardage goal line, and that's usually what the, the NFL and games come down to. Can you convert fourth and one, or can you stop fourth and one? And it's also doing right by Derrick Henry. He's given everything to the Tennessee Titans. I think it's time you know, for him to go somewhere else and try and get a championship. His, his, his shelf life has been a lot longer than we thought. You know, you look at, we think about big guys like Eddie George, you know, yep. Brandon Jacobs, they usually don't last as long and play at a high level. I think it's time for him to try and go for a championship and what better place than uh, the city of brotherly love. Wow, everybody agrees. Derrick Henry to the Eagles. I'm surprised. I mean, like, I mean get Derrick, Henry, Derrick Henry anywhere, basically. I, I mean, like, he's I, king. I, I, he's here here in Tennessee. He could help anybody. What do you but got, the, 
Yeah, the, the thing is this, though. We you know we're talking about black tie dresses. Derrick Henry has oh, been the man for an extremely long time. Derrick Henry's been the best running back in this league for a stint, but it hasn't equaled championships. It doesn't have to be that in Philadelphia. He doesn't have to go there and carry right. the load. He doesn't have to go there and continue to put his body through what he did in Tennessee. And the Eagles don't need him to. If you can use him as a specialization, if you can use him as a changeup, that's the best place for him in his career right now. And the Eagles just keep stacking talent. I think it's a great idea by Mike T. And Howie Roseman should definitely make the call to Rand Carthon. I mean, I'd rather see him in Baltimore, but, you know, I, well, I understand the hatred between you. You're trying to make AFC everybody rivals. go to Baltimore. That's exactly right. Exactly I mean, right. here's the thing. I kind of think Derrick Henry sounds like an Oscar dress, not necessarily a black tie dress, a special oh, occasion, the best right. of the best. Yeah, no, I'm yeah, very much sorry. thinking about I what I'm yeah. wearing later. We'd move well, Ryan, yeah, no, we're, yeah. we're going to go back there because Ryan, Ryan Well, Ryan has the black tie, what kind of forever black tie, uh, Nauru collar on today, so it's all good. So it's in, it's in good faith. <laughs> you need the bow tie to add with it. Can you it. bring this back? Yeah, to yeah, the I mean, if right. we could go a little bit to the other side of the equation here, I think Tennessee's in a weird spot because they yeah. went out and they got DeAndre Hopkins. They had an aging Ryan Tannehill when they traded Kevin Byard a week ago. Yeah. Now, to me, it's like, okay, yeah. that plan didn't work, and now we're going to quickly transition. And that's why I think all these this Derrick Henry chatter is coming to the surface. I mean, if you, if you get rid of Derrick Henry, you got to be all in. So does that mean that you trade DeAndre Hopkins to a potentially a contender as well? I mean, I, I think he doesn't want to be there with Will Levis. Well, he can sign up for that. Just trade everybody to the Eagles. They trade yeah. Byard to the Eagles. They're going to trade Henry to the Eagles. Why, everybody's going to wonder why they like the Eagles so much. I mean, just send the Titans to Philadelphia at that point. Just relocate the, the whole Philadelphia team. Philadelphia Titans. We'll see how that works out. Coming up, we're going to talk more hoops. Have we seen the last? of Steph Curry as a championship contender. Alan Hahn is bringing the heat as Get Up rolls on. But first, a little sneaky hembo time. This one's for Jay and Alan. Guys, with Damian Lillard now in Milwaukee, tell us who is the last Bucks guard to make an all NBA team. These guys are they're thinking really hard. You can see Hembo working the basketball. He thinks he's got him. I think I got this one. I got two on one. I got. We'll see what happens when we come back. That looks better. Get us. What is that? What is that? Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com/network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. 
Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Back on Get Up, Sneaky Hembo time. Damian Lillard now in Milwaukee. Got a pretty good chance to make an All-NBA team this year, I would think. Who's the last Milwaukee Bucks guard to make an All-NBA team? I feel like it's obvious to say Ray Allen, but I feel like it's uh, Mike, was Mike, Michael Red. Michael Red was a Michael Red? Is that your final answer? It's his final I don't like. I don't like Hembo's look. I don't like get it right. We need a guest, gentlemen. We have to get on with go, the show. Go ahead. Michael Red. Yeah. Michael Red is correct. Oh, yeah, Michael don't ruin him. Don't ruin him. I'm talking don't about him. Don't That's what him. I'm talking go about. Get, you're not going to jump. That's who I am. You so, went with, you went, I mean, yeah, you didn't, you didn't let him throw you off. You can't let Sneaky Hembo throw you off the game. You want to dunk on it? No, no, no. He knows. He feels it. By the way, Ray Allen before that in 2001. Yeah, that's what, right. See? And then Sidney Moncrief in 1986. All your Bucks coverage right here on Get Up. All your Bucks trivia questions answered. Speaking of questions answered, Alan Hahn has got a fundamental list. And it is his top five NBA questions that need answering. If Egan Jay can get it together over here. I'm Alan, fine. what do you got? What, what are your big questions? Give us right. big five well, questions. Well, let's, uh, this is a big question to ask because we're always looking for the next it team, right? Yes. So my first question that I need to know is, are the Thunder the next it team? Oklahoma City, are you paying attention? Don't sleep on the sleepy town anymore. This team's ready to take that step. They had a little taste of the postseason last year. Now it looks like they're ready. Chet Holmgren now healthy. He could take on Victor Wembanyanik, Josh Giddy, SGA. They got talent all around this team, and it's time for them to grow up. So are they the next it team? At number four, we ask this question every year. Can Zion Williamson play 65 games this season? Why is that important? Because he can't win any postseason awards if he doesn't. And oh, by the Ah. way, he's only played over 30 games once in his career so far. Over 30. Can you get to 65? Because if he does, the Pelicans will be another it team in the NBA. Now a team that's been the it team in the NBA, another question to ask is, has the window closed? Is it shut, Jay Will? Is it over? The average age of their core four is 33 years old, 34 years old. These guys, it's an older team. Steph Curry is still a great player, but it's just like LeBron and the Lakers. you got to lean on him so much to do everything. Do they have a window left or has it closed? And how about the Boston Celtics? Speaking of windows, here's a team that we really had a problem with last year because in the playoffs, they play with their food too much. First round against Atlanta, messed around. Second round, also messing around. When they end up playing the Heat, what happens? They mess around, they don't win a game three, and they lose that series in seven. They could have come back, but didn't. They have brought in some grown-ups in Drew Holiday. Can they finally grow up this year? And then the question that we all ask here in New York, when we get in the next star, okay, the Knicks are good, but who's the star? Is it going to be Donovan Mitchell? Could it be Joel Embiid? Maybe Carl Anthony Towns? New York loves its stars. Who's the next star that the Knicks are going to pursue? Out of those three, which star would you want? Donovan Mitchell, Cat, or Joel Embiid? Yeah, I'll take all three. 
No, which one? If you only got one. <laughs> you only um, get to pick one. Well, Embiid's an MVP. I would think okay. you'd want to go with the guy who's MVP. Yes, okay. Right? That's but I sure. love Donovan Mitchell and the fit he could have here in New York as well. You need a box office guy, and those are box office guys. We wanted to bring in Bart Scott yeah. on this because Bart and Alan do a radio show yeah. uh, here in New York. And, Alan, we obviously thank you for your service. Bart, what do you think about the Knicks uh, and their ability to bring, bring a big star to New York? Well, I think it's necessary. I think this this team is going on as far as it can go. It's a it's a it's a group of good players, not a good uh, great players. You need a star in this league to win a championship to go to the next level. I think they need a star, and I think it's time to cash in some of them chips. But I'm just surprised that my partner wouldn't throw me a nugget like, "Can Kay Cunningham be comeback player of the year?" Or are you talking about nursery? He could have gave me an opportunity to see Bobo. if Bobo is already there to, to be able to be that guy. His you know what I mean? Bo- Bobo had an opportunity to be exactly what the what the uh, Suns need. They got all they need right there in Bobo. Well, maybe next week on that. It's only the first week of the season. He's way, way all, all wrapped up when, in the way. He's the first way, I would love to stick way, to what we were talking about before you came over. I, okay. I didn't know who yeah. way, way was. You I understand, Bart's street. still trying to figure out the wardrobe thing. Like, he's still working on, like, that, the math of that Brooke, Brooke threw him off. With Somewhere the in the middle of our show, yeah. he'll go, oh, I get it. Ah, yeah. <laughs> you gave him that list of three guys. Which one would you go for? I would go Joel Embiid. Not yeah, question. MVP, right? Just because I think Joel Embiid gives him a center. And as much as I think Julius Randle is going to have a good year, yeah. I, I, I don't think Julius Randle is the long-term solution Joel Embiid would What does it cost you, though, right? When you talk yeah, about how what, realistic. What, what does it cost you? You have cap space. You have your picks. I mean, you got your cap space. You got any, your picks. any concern about his knees? Because that's what you hear. All our callers that call into our show is concerned with his health long-term. Yeah. There, there's going to be a concern with any, with any person that you go after. But after a while, like, you know, look, they're third, fourth best team in the Eastern Conference. Like, are you trying to win it or are you not? Well, I think the bigger question is out of those three guys, does any of them make you a championship contender? That's the bigger question because why make the move if it doesn't get you into the – you saw the Bucks. Do you compete with the Bucks if you make that move? Are right. any of these guys who could be possibly on the radar, right. are any of them the type of player to take you to that level? Otherwise, why do it? But who does Joel Embiid attract as well, right? When he comes, who's going to want to come with him maybe the next year? It's a lot. I mean, it's a lot. And the Knicks a lot already a playoff. Year, right, exactly. It's always next year and the star and the Knicks, and we'll see if it works out. It's like sitting this in traffic. Time. Bobo. It's a little bit like the LIE. Here's our NBA doubleheader tonight to tip off your weekend Ooh. home opener for the Celtics and the Kings. Boston hosts Jimmy Butler in the Heat at 7.30 Eastern, followed by Sacramento hosting Steph and the Warriors. NBA countdown is going to get it all started at 7 Eastern. All right, it is time to play Who You Got? Ryan Clark, the Jags are playing the Steelers. Who you got? You know what? I have the Steelers, and listen, the Jags are playing extremely good ball offensively. (laughs) I think the defense is coming along. But the Pittsburgh Steelers last week against the Rams showed me something. Getting Najee Harris involved, getting the football to George Pickens early, and this defense has been able to make huge plays to win games in situational football, starting with T.J. Watt. I expect that to continue in a close one against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Brooke, what do you think? I think that RC's right. I mean, to me, there's another thing early that Kenny Pickett did last week that jumped off the page to me or jumped off the field to me. He climbed up in the pocket before he made a throw. It was a 12-yard gain. It looked really good. The next play would have gone for even longer and gotten the Steelers in the red zone except a blindside block called against George Pickens. Pulled it all the way back. But I think that this team is gritty. I think that if they can get to the fourth quarter and they're within a score, that this is a this is a – a team that can pull out a close win. All four of their wins have been one-possession games. Mike T., the Patriots got a big win over Buffalo on Sunday. This week they head to Miami to take on the Dolphins. Who you got? 
Got the Miami Dolphins for a lot of reasons, starting with uh, number 10 there. And then yeah. on the other side of the ball, it was announced that Jalen Ramsey, their prize acquisition in the offseason, is coming back. So if they get Xavier Howard back, now you got the corners to go with Tyreek Hill. Last game when Miami was up in New England, New England had eight missed tackles. That's going to have to be much better for them to have a chance. Listen, I think Miami is just too explosive. I, I don't understand you know, what they did with Gonzalez and J.C. Jackson being back there, and they're going to try and contain him. But I think it's going to come down to a, a late throw, and I just trust Tua Tungabailoa a lot better than I do Mac Jones. I think he comes back to earth you know, this week. All right, Bart, we got the Cincinnati Bengals heading <clears throat> to San Francisco. Bengals coming off their bye. 49ers have lost a couple. Who you got in this one, Bart? I'm going with San Francisco, right? They're, they're the more physical team, and I think that Sam Darnold is an upgrade. I know a lot of people – you know, believe in Brock Purdy. I think he came back to reality, came back to earth, and proved that he wasn't a force multiplier. Sam Darnold has never been in a situation like this with an opportunity to be a force multiplier. I think this is the best team he's ever been on, and sometimes it takes guys, let's just say maybe he's a late bloomer like Geno Smith. Just to catch everybody up, Brock Purdy, the starting quarterback for San Francisco, is in concussion protocol. Sam Darnold, the backup, could be in line uh, to play. Brooke, what do you have on Purdy and, and, and Darnold? What happens here? I- I'm still trying to wrap my mind around the fact that Bart thinks that Darnold is going to be better than Purdy. I had to think about that multiple times to make sure that he was saying that because it's just unreal to me. Mm. I was texting with a couple defensive coordinators in the league last night, and they all said the same thing, Mm -hmm. that one – uh, Purdy's accuracy and his confidence makes him a better quarterback than Darnold. That sure. maybe Darnold has more talent, mm. but Purdy's confidence allows him to access and really make the most of what he has. And the other thing is, uh, one coordinator I asked, I said, is this going to make a big difference? And he said, no, if Darnold's accurate, then the Shanahan offense is going to run the way the Shanahan offense should run. But that is a really big if for a guy that has a 59 percent completion percentage yeah. over his career. Let's not pretend that environment doesn't matter, right? He's been put in bad situations. Matt Rule, Adam Gase, those weren't ideal situations. He had mono. He, had, he struggled, but he's still only 26 what years old. What does mono have to do with anything? No, that's why he missed games, right? And we had the whole thing where he was concerned he was going to lose his spleen and all that type of stuff. He had, he had a tough role. What I'm saying is he's an accurate quarterback oh, with a lot more arm yeah. talent. So now the field expands more because he can throw the ball a lot farther than Brock Purdy because <laughs> he has a much stronger arm. And to the other RC, team. what do you got on Purdy and Darnold here? Okay. But you believe well, in, in Kenny is, Pickett. I'm not going to talk about <laughs> the fact that Sam Darnold had the kissing disease. I'm not going to talk about uh, that. I don't good. think that really weighs in to what we're talking about <laughs> now. When you look at Sam Darnold as compared to Brock Purdy, we're going – with the in with the mindset that Kyle Shanahan's system fixes everyone. We knew that Brock Purdy's ability to anticipate, Brock Purdy's accuracy, Brock Purdy's ability to process is why he's excelled in this offense when you look at what's around him from the other skill positions. Now, if we can get Sam Darnold to get into a situation where the reads aren't as difficult, where you take some of the decision-making out of his hands and some of the, the, the decision-making off of his shoulders, now we could see the elite talent 
talent that made him a number three overall pick. I remember like it was yesterday. Jordan was on a recruiting visit to Arizona State. They were playing USC. Sam Darnold was in his last year, and I watched him warm up. And I told, I looked at my son, and I said, look, that's what a top five arm looks like. But we all know that's not enough, right? You have to understand the game. You have to be able to operate the offense, grasp what you're being asked to do. If Kyle Shanahan can get Sam Darnold to do that for a week, maybe not over an extended period of time, I think Bart is correct. We can see this offense be the most explosive it has been in Kyle Shanahan's tenure. I want to put the picks up here. Mike T obviously has something to say, but I want to see who we're taking in this game. Tannenbaum, all right, see, that's why I wanted. Tannenbaum says it depends on who plays quarterback for the Niners. Yeah, it's interesting that R.C. brought up what he saw at SC because at SC was very similar. He has the ability and a lot of turnovers. He's been sacked 143 times in his career. And at some point, Bart, it's not about coaching. It's about production. You have to go by what you see. Mm -hmm. Now, if you go back to the first day of free agency, I was fascinated by the fact that despite having multiple first-round picks and Trey Lance, they go out on the first day of free agency – and sign Sam Darnold, I find that to be intriguing. But I do think Brock Purdy is outcome determinative for this game. So you, to be clear, if Purdy plays, you like San Francisco. If it's Darnold, you like Cincinnati. Very clear. All right, there you go. <laughs> Ryan Clark's like Cincinnati. I kind of like Cincinnati in they this them all, but Coming off the bye. Though. We'll see. Big game. Niners need to get back on track. They have not looked great the last couple of weeks. When we come back, you'll hear Dak Prescott sound off on the Cowboys' critics. Find out why one of our football voices says this is the per- this is why Dak is the perfect quarterback for Jerry Jones's team. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Back on Get Up. Time to play a game of more or less. More or fewer, as some like to say. Bart, will Lamar Jackson have more or less than 284 and a half total yards against the Cardinals? I'm going to go less. Lamar Jackson's going to, you know, ball out, and I think they're going to get out to a big lead, and he's going to be chewing sunflower seeds, and they're going to be taking the air out of the football by the end of the fourth quarter. So, I mean, I think last week they really found some things. Lamar, you know, had one of his best games, I believe, as a Raven, throwing the ball. 
I think it's going to be less because he's going to have to do less. Brooke, will Travis Kelsey have more or less than 76 and a half receiving yards against the Broncos? Uh, well, I think that that depends on who is in attendance because <laughs> if Taylor Swift decides that she wants to go to Denver and see Travis Kelsey one more time before she takes the Ares tour back out on the road to Argentina, then I think he's going to have more. And by the way, happy 1989 Taylor Swift version release day. Uh, I am in my 1989 blue and lavender. A lot of Brooke Pryor fashion talk on the show today. Hey, our DraftKings uh, Sportsbook predictions is brought to you by, uh, of course, DraftKings. And the question is, how many passing yards will Dak Prescott have over or under 243 and a half? Mike T. More. And despite during the course of the last two hours, we've traded Derrick Henry. Yes. We've traded uh, Devontae Adams. Super team. Yeah. This is a really good offense, and I don't trust the Ram defense. And what we saw with Dak Prescott make some plays with his legs, that's just going to be a force multiplier as it's going to put more pressure on the defense. I expect them to have a really big game against the Rams. But, Jerry, don't stop there. Go get Devontae Adams or Derrick Henry. Cowboys coming off the bye. Dak oh. was asked yesterday about his uh, critics. He said uh, they don't really bother him because it only makes it that much sweeter in the end. Listen to what Dak had to say. I've been in, I've been on this organization eight years, going on in, in my eighth year that whether you about it or not, it's not going to stop. Uh, that, that's, that's just how it goes. And to me, uh, it's fun. It's fun because when things go our way and when we win this thing, it's going to make it all that much sweeter. And say what you want, we get to go out there and we get to do it. Brooke, what'd you think? Uh, I think that Dak Prescott was telling Micah Parsons to shake it off. Oh. Uh, because here's the thing. No matter what Micah Parsons says on his podcast in an availability postgame during the week, People are going to talk about the Dallas Cowboys. That comes with the territory when you play for the Dallas Cowboys and you're not winning convincingly, you're not winning the easy games, you're not winning the big games. People are going to talk about you. And I've been talking with Steelers players in the locker room about a similar thing because they're a team that gets booed at home when the <laughs> offense does not move the ball down the field. And they said, look, it's going to happen. This is what fans expect. They want to see us playing well. When we play well, they're ch they'll cheer. When we don't, they'll boo, they'll tweet. People will talk about us on TV. It comes with the territory. You've got to be in a submarine during the season. Go underground or underwater, I guess, is where some Marines go. Yes. And block it all out. All right. Shut it down. You're underground. You're being a potato. RC, what did you think uh, about what Dak had to say there? <laughs> Y'all got to stop, bro. No. Um, keep doing when you look at When you look at, <laughs> when you look at Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott has been through this for almost the last decade. Dak Prescott's been the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, which is America's team, which we're going to talk about ad nauseum on this show and every other show. And when they play well, it's exactly what Brooke says. We basically always put them in the Super Bowl or people speak about how talented they are. And then when they fail in the big moments, which they have in, uh, for the entirety of Dak Prescott's tenure, then you talk about that too. You talk about the fact that you've had a 12-win season or you've won the NFC East and you can lose a playoff game in the wild card round or you lose in the divisional round or you haven't been to the AFC championship or the 28 year gap between Super Bowls or NFC championships all of those things happen and that's why the Dallas Cowboys are talked about and they're talked about because they do have an incredible fan base that Jerry Jones was able to build and they all watch shows and when they watch shows and you talk about the Dallas Cowboys badly then they retweet you and they put yeah. you out on social media because they care so much because they're so damn sensitive so yes if you're a Dallas Cowboy 
Just go play football. Don't worry about what the media says. Don't worry about how you're being attacked because none of it has anything to do with the scoreboard. And I think Dak Prescott has finally gotten to that F you point in his career where he understands no matter what he does, he can't control the outside noise. So let me go play ball and try to win as many games as I possibly can. Yo, Graz, for everything RC just said, Dak Prescott is the perfect partner to Jerry Jones. Sure. Dak Prescott is beyond reproach. He speaks like a future U.S. Senator. He always says the right things. And because of that, he can get along with Jerry Jones. Imagine if he was a player that would stir things up. It would be untenable in Dallas. So yeah. well beyond what he does on the field. And I'm a big fan of, of how he plays. I know it's not perfect, but he is the absolute right person to be the starting quarterback of that franchise. And if it was somebody else, it could yeah. be a whole lot worse. Yeah, You have to understand, it comes with the territory. And I'm yes. so tired of this participation trophy generation. They're so damn sensitive. We got a kumbaya, positive vibes only type of stuff. Like Michael Parsons is talking stuff about the media like he's not uh, trying to be gotcha. a, a member of the new media. Like you, you talk so much. You, you talking every week. So what are you talking about? We're driving content for your show. Like, it comes with the territory. Like, understand that this fan base was built in the 90s off of winning. This organization hasn't done any winning since the 90s. Not at a high level. They haven't been to a championship, an NFC championship. Right. right? It is fa- it's falling. And, you know, you get all these commercials because you play for the star. You get all this praise, and you are like a more electric. People know Michael Parsons. They're not talking about Miles Garrett, who's a better player who's probably going to be the defense player of the year. They're talking about Michael Parsons because where he plays. They're not talking about T.J. Watt every time we get on this show, right? It's because of the market in which he plays in. We, we, we're in a market right here where Aaron Judge was the MVP and the Yankee fans booed him because he struck out a couple of times. Yeah. It comes with territory. You, get, you can't love the benefits but hate the bad things that come with it. All right, Cowboys have a big one next week against uh, the Eagles. This week they're playing the Rams. Who do we like in that game? Let's put the picks up and see. Okay, we got Cowboys for everybody except Bart. Why are you taking the Rams? I mean, I love me some Matthew Stafford. And you talk about huh. Stephon Gilmore and Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. Like, you see what they're doing and their ability to win the ball. I mean, when, you know, move the football and play at a high level. And I think this defense is opportunistic enough. And it puts a lot of pressure on Stephon Gilmore when, when a team has two great receivers mm-hmm. that can move the ball. And the Rams' record is deceiving because they should have won last week. And they played in a lot of close, close games that they could have played and won with. Matthew Stafford, when it comes to, you know, to me, when, you know, both teams are good, I go with the best quarterback, and Matthew Stafford is playing great. Interesting. Yeah, the Rams certainly a lot better than I think a lot of us thought they would be with the start of the season. Not an easy matchup for Dallas by any stretch. Again, Cowboys coming off of their bye. Don't forget, on DraftKings Sportsbook this season, new customers can bet $5 and pocket $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get a no-sweat, same-game parlay every day. Download the app and use the promo code GETUP. When you sign up, DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Coming up next, LeBron is the closer as the Lakers outlast KD and the Suns. But do the Lakers have an AD problem? Stephen A., Molly, and Big Perk are fired up about it on First Take next when we're done here on Get Up.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And it feels so good. Danny's here. RC is here. Rex is here. It's like a puke of people. Start the bus. RG3 can see the future with those glasses. Everyone enjoy the ride. This is Dan Orlovsky's 40. I love the fact that you got the white tights on. That's a very brave move in case your stomach start bubbling. The Pittsburgh Steelers, they're like the stanky kid growing up in the hood. Everybody used to call him P.P. Gregg. You can talk about his mama where he come from. Don't get in the ring with him. Ain't nobody want to square with P.P. Gregg. What did the skeleton... Say to the vam- vampire, you suck. So did that joke. <laughs> if you don't love those uniforms they were wearing the other day, we're just not friends. I know it's a minority opinion, but whatever. Unreal. Nah, the minorities like those jerseys, too. You know, set yourself up for that. You shook them. I'm just here for laughs, baby. I'm just here for laughs. Oh, Hambo took that one in a bad play. No crutches. Aaron's coming back. That man better get on his damn crutches and do what the doctor tell you to do. It is one thing I've learned from this conversation. Don't mess with P.P. Gray. (laughs) Thanks for watching us today and all week. As always, we had a great time here on Get Up. We thank you for it. Brooke is off to a wedding. Doesn't know what she's wearing yet, but she's got (laughs) options. We'll be back next week. First take is next.